Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury. And today, our special guest, uh, Dr. Zoe Black, our resident sports psychologist, uh, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, if you joined us on our last episode, uh, you'll know we're joined by Dr. Zoe Black, who is a sports psychologist we liaise with uh, to better our understanding about uh, client issues and mental health and help develop our business systems. However, she's very kindly joining us on some podcasts to explain some almost almost certainly very complicated topics as simply as she can, because that's all we can understand. Um, <laughs> and so... Today's episode is, what, Zoe, do you think the biggest barrier to starting exercise or structured eating is, and how would you fix it? Given supreme leader control of everything, how would we fix this? We have a very, I can't remember what the last stats were, I think it was, was it something like 40, 42, 45% of the population are in the obese category or higher? I can't remember. I suppose if we if we run the facts, it was it's quite a high percentage and it is obviously now like the the biggest health concern of the nation now that kind of smoking has been lessened to a significant extent. It's not got an easy answer and I so I don't have uh one thing I'd change and make the world a better place and solve this problem. But mm-hmm. I think there's a number of different things that kind of, you kind of have to look at it at the different levels in terms of, you know, systemically, usually uh, in different level, uh, systemic change at the moment. But I think, you know, people one-to-one um, kind of as a, sometimes do is about understanding what behaviors currently going on and in what way they at one point served a purpose so i suppose it's that idea that nobody does nothing for no reason you know mm-hmm. if we are to uh, quite often you know when we're sad or had a stressful day we seek comfort and food which is be one of the biggest barriers to structured eating um what is the function of that behavior so for for me on those occasions it is to get a bit of comfort um, and it's understanding that the purpose of that behavior and finding something a way that we can serve that purpose or meet that physiological need uh, for comfort in a more helpful way that doesn't interfere with eating or exercise behavior. Um, the function of behavior that is and how do we change that and replace that and still get that need met if you with exercise or structure detail. But I think mm. is people want to make a change and I'm sure you guys see it as well and so 100% in and for you know two weeks maybe if we're lucky super clean they've like totally turned their diet around they're walking going to the gym every single day and kind of 
bandwagon, the hype, they're ready for it. And then after two weeks, you know, thing comes up and they haven't found a more helpful coping mechanism or another way to meet that physiological uh, or psychosocial need and they revert to I'll just have a bit of chocolate tea and that quickly spirals again and they end up in that back in the pattern of behaviour that they were in before. So it's taking time to understand what behaviours are not helping me in achieving these goals, what is the purpose or the function of these behaviours, what needs are they meeting and how can I meet that need in a more helpful way? That's a, your question that was about to, that's <laughs> a really great answer. Um, I agree. We have found it is one of the biggest things. So we, one of the questions I, I kind of think about quite a lot is how you would, so it's a little bit tangential, but talking about self-determination theory with how that links to people's motivation to do stuff um and how firstly we were trying to figure out how to make that bespoke because i think people value different parts of that in different amounts and then how would you scale it up because then re like realistically if you wanted to try to fix the um uh, like the kind of metabolic disease problem if you want to call it that we have with people being um of high adiposity and unhealthy weights uh, that seemed like a pretty good bet for fixing it but obviously that's far easier easier said than done um but yeah getting people into the kind of consistency i mean on a couple of occasions with people when they have uh with clients we work with when we have the if they have a wobble um we do like to point out that typically the stressful thing that is stressing them out would have happened anyway but now at least we aren't also worried about potential health concerns from having high levels of body fat or being a non-exercising human so like you don't have to worry about cardiovascular health risk because you essentially get like a thousand steps a day or you do absolutely zero cardiovascular exercise like whatever the stress thing is that is going to drive them back to that old pattern would have happened anyway normally but now it's happening but at least we have our own kind of health invested in like we've already started investing in taking one thing to worry about off the table if that makes sense definitely and it's, it makes me think of you know the Oh, I, uh, I had one bit of chocolate, so like, this, this healthy eating, and it's out the window, and I might as well just eat the whole bar. Like, oh, yeah, the catastrophe. <laughs> yes, the absolute catastrophizing. And again, that kind of comes back to what we were speaking about um, last episode about, you know, can we be present in this moment and not be getting too attached to you know, what happened yesterday? Um, and going into that narrative. And again, I love you're talking about self determination theory. I think that's where the autonomy part of that comes in so you know you're choosing you have to be in control and understand okay what are what are my unhelpful coping mechanisms and what purpose and look at an individual and make guesses about that but actually they need to be able to understand and willing 
um, to kind of reflect in words and think, okay, well, what, what, what is going on here for me? What, what am I getting from this? And how could I meet that need? If they are not, if people are not able or willing or, yeah, capable of doing that, you've got out there and it becomes more systemic. You're putting systems in place, routines for them to follow. But when that hurdle comes, and if it's big enough, that might be too difficult for them to overcome it with just systems, habits and discipline if they don't have that drive, that intrinsic motivation, that understanding of... Yeah, the... I think, uh, depending on how... Because there there's a tipping point. This is weird. Again, I, I can't really... It's, it's, it's a bit of a struggle to articulate because I, I don't really have it sorted out in my head. But there is a tipping point where... Uh, like, exercise and the kind of structure around eating and, and those kind of choices that are beneficial to your health as much as they may not be... Like, it's not so much like an emotional coping mechanism, but it becomes like a kind of structural coping mechanism. Like, people go from really not wanting to exercise to, like, we saw a lot with um, the pandemic with lockdown and gyms closing, is people being like, oh, I need to exercise. Like, my mental health will tank if I don't exercise. And, like, there's a tipping point, I think, where people become... They, they change from being the former to the latter. And I, I'm just really curious as to, like how we get them i mean i think if we answer how we get them there in the most optimal time frame i mean number one ka-ching like that'll be our business kind of sorted but uh <laughs> number two we could potentially scale that up if it's a scalable solution <laughs> i'm gonna repeat that back just so i can kind of clarify my own understanding we, we see the individuals who, who go from kind of almost thing or not engaging in, in exercise or you know, structured or um, healthy eating and then we see this kind of point where the structure becomes so important to them that actually or the structure around the exercise and the need to exercise becomes important and sometimes actually becomes unhealthy is that kind of what you're asking or it, it wasn't so much that it ventures into an unhealthy although it most certainly can it's more like the as much as a lot of people like in the start loads of people are like oh like the gym like oh i just can't be bought like the, the frequency with which you have days where you're like oh i can't be bothered like such an effort blah 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 and then either through the structure provided by a coach or through your own kind of intrinsic per perhaps present in the moment of Oh, but it's good for me, like, I should go, like, I've done so much this far, I need to keep going, blah, 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 like, you go. Versus people who are, who obviously will still have off days, where they're like, oh, like, it's a bit of a slog getting to the gym. But then they're, like, being like, oh, I've had a rubbish day at work, I can't wait, I'm going to go get this workout done. Like, it's going to be good, I'm going to feel great afterwards. Like, it has that almost constant positive frame. Versus when you're beginning it kind of has that or it more frequently has a kind of more negative frame obviously i could go too far and you're constantly like oh my god but what if i don't work out i'm gonna get fat i'm gonna get out of shape oh, i better work out like twice today 
Like, that's obviously too much. <laughs> but there's that kind of middle ground. Where it can can be quite helpful. Okay, you know, today I have a rubbish day at work and I'm exhausted and I I don't really want to go to like I don't really want to go to the gym. I'm tired. Or why I want to go home. I want to lie on the sofa. Whatever it might be. And again, just noticing that thought and saying, okay, I, does that mean that I cannot go to the gym and? Like, will that actually make me feel better? And just acknowledging how you're feeling, noticing it, and that choice. You know, what 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 are your values that kind of drive you in your in your in your life and your behaviour? Like, what kind of what kind of person do you want to be? And it's not to say that you know sometimes the right choice is to go home and rest. Having this kind of yeah, for me, it's a set of values and what's important to me, and understanding that on those tough days and I think I've gone off on a bit of a tangent as well now but yeah I'm totally lost my train of thought <laughs> that's okay I, w I was going to shoot back with um, if you think a lack of value driven decision making is the biggest barrier to starting exercise or structured eating summed up what I've been trying to say for the last however long. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's it. And I think, as you say, we're in a world now where um, quick, you know, dopamine hits and people are used to doing what, or getting an instant response mm -hmm. uh, back in gratification. Whereas some exercise and structured eating requires time. It's a long term so that feels hard and people quite often driven by values and, and real beliefs. Um, it can be just take a shortcut and take a, a quick option which is not in terms of sustainable change. Yeah, the I quite I, I quite like the idea that uh, or I say a lot to people that like resistance training like exercise and specifically resistance training but exercise in general is like one of the few things where you probably can actually justify a participation medal because like actually just participating is is the success like you you are regularly exercising therefore you're winning like that's the point like it doesn't have to you don't have to win anything you don't have to be the best you just have to do it and there you go like you've succeeded because all the benefits will come regardless of whether you're good or not like you don't have to win your 5k from the couch you don't have to do like there's no extra benefit just because you came first or like a hundredth like the benefit is you you went from sitting on the couch to walking and running and training for a 5k like that that is the success and you just continue to do that <laughs> forever until you can't, essentially. I always tell people the story that my uncle, I think, 20, one of my uncles, like a year a year ago, two years ago, I think, at a barbecue, was telling me, he's been in the gym uh, longer than I've been alive. I think he started in the gym with his pals when he was like 16. 
and he was like, "Hey, I'm off it. Like, I'm I'm fed up. Like, I'm 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 stopping going. Like, the the weights I'm using are just rubbish. Blah 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 blah." And he used to be a bodybuilder back in like black and white photo days. Um, and I was like, "So you're hanging up your shoes then, Nino?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 done with it. I'm just gonna just gonna keep riding my bike and doing stuff." I was like, "All right." I was like, "How old are you again?" And his wife just leaned over and was like, "He's 82." I was like. Yeah, okay. I was like, if I get to hang up my lifted shoes at 82, like, I'll probably be quite happy. This is a good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's it. And it's, people need to understand that, that it's the long-term benefits rather than I want to fit into swirling all people's men. I want to fit into this dress by this date or I want to look great at the beach. It's, it should because I want to live a healthy life. I want to be fit for life rather than oh yeah it definitely it's all the like it is the one weird trick as well it's another tr thing i try leverage for everyone in this like clickbait societies is like the the one weird trick is is just kind of lifting weights like that is the one secret thing no one's talking about <laughs> like it's it's really good for so many things um right we are getting a little bit tangential um, I've just noticed the time on the podcast, it's fine. We'll... <laughs> so... To attempt to summarize the past 17 minutes of rambling, do we think that a lack of value-driven decisions around health and too much of a reliance on dopaminergic behaviors is the biggest barrier to starting exercise and or structured eating. Summarizing. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. It's just attempting to, to summarize the, um, perfect. So we have clearly fixed the nation's obesity problem. Paychecks in the mail. Thanks very much, Mr. Prime Minister. We'll uh, we'll see you all guys next week when we have our Bugattis because we're all minted from fixing this problem.